Welcome. I hope you all are well. My name is Yaz, or Yazzie, and my pronouns are they and he. And you are listening to Growing Up With Yaz. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for people who have been here since 2018, uh, since the last time I posted an episode. Um, And welcome to the new people who are just hearing my voice on these sound waves and under this podcast name, uh, Growing Up With Yaz. Uh, Today, I actually want to talk about something that's literally near and dear to me, my skin, (laughs) my blackness. Uh, I want to talk about the complexities of the issues that I realize in the black community and something that I really just can't ignore and and not talk about because it affects me. Um, It affects people that I know. It affects people that I love. Um, And it could affect you. I think it's a bigger problem that can only get bigger without being solved. So I think the first step is having the conversation. So here I am. Welcome to Growing Up With Yaz and let's get into how broken communities can never be free. All right, I had to eat a little breakfast because activism comes with self-care as well. So (laughs) gotta make sure you're taken care of, gotta make sure you're fed in your existence but um let's get into the topic so about broken communities about how they can never be free um i find myself residing in a community that is broken and torn apart by so many different levels of white supremacy that come in so many different forms uh that literally litter my community that make it hard for them to accept who a lot of their people are um, and I and I want to break that down because um, I talk about it on Instagram and I talk about it generally, but I want to talk about what I mean when I say it, because a lot of people may not understand what that means. Um, they may not understand what that looks like, especially if you're not within the community, especially if you're not an accepted member of the black community. I'd say that. I say literally that being a part of stereotypes and tropes is celebrated. Looking like everyone else is celebrated within our community. And I think that's, it's not fitting at all. I think that from the outside looking in, we are looked at as one type of thing or one type of person or one type of individual. But from the inside looking out, we are so different. We are we are so different. Like every single individual in the black community has a unique perspective to bring to the world. And I truly believe that. But I think that we get caught up in these ideas of what's perfect and what's ideal. And we run with it uh, without even questioning our own conscious thoughts and subconscious thoughts and questions. And you know, context as far as history or even learning about ourselves because so much is lost in the years of becoming a free human. There's like so much loss has happened between when slavery, when we were taken from from Africa to now. So much has changed and there's so many different versions of our people that walk around the world today but we are so stuck on trying to keep black people tame 
and understood and in a box so that when we are presented to other people, we are seen and we are understood, but we are not here to be understood. We are here to lead the world. That is who we are. And a lot of us are not here for that. You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of finding your purpose without putting someone else down while they while they find theirs. So let me not talk so generally and let's get a little deeper into these reasons. And I'm going to break it down by the different reasons that I see within my community. Um, and if you don't see this, maybe take a second look or take a look at yourself or maybe just understand that everybody's perspective isn't the same. But I just want to be able to get to a middle ground because if we don't have unity, we're never going to be free. If we're constantly splitting our community up into these different boxes that we don't even belong in in the first place, we will not be free. We're enslaving ourselves by being so hateful towards our own people. And I'm just here to break that down. And you will do what you will with this information. If you feel attacked at any point in this episode, maybe consider your standpoint. If you feel the need to judge in general or during this whole podcast again check yourself because a lot of the change that we need to see in the world starts by people looking within because people are not doing that so let's get into the first reason and the biggest reason why we're torn apart but then i want to get into the segments of how we tear each other apart and where that stems from So of course we have white supremacy. We have the <clears throat> we have the belief that white is better. We have the idea that light is better and more classy and more put together. We have these ideas that were given to us that a lot of the people in our community have made a part of our culture. For example, beauty standards. When it comes down to black women straighten straightening their hair getting rid of the kink that is seen as unprofessional or messy or untamable there are things like this there are beliefs like this that are a part of the problem colorism people thinking that lighter skin is better or more beautiful or more accepted is a problem is something that a lot of people who have very darker brown skin have to experience a battle you know they have to experience a battle because their community is battling with accepting themselves and accepting the fact that our beauty standards do not align with white beauty standards it is not our standard at all actually but we keep believing that this is the way when in reality, our way is the way. Anything we do is loved. And is it is not loved. We're not loved for, for making it. We're loved for being it. But we're also hated for being it as well. So that's just an issue within itself. The self-hate that is given to us on a plate in the form of Christianity and a lot of people may feel like 
a lot of people might turn this off right now because I said that. But I want to break it down for you. Consider where Christianity came from. Consider who gave it to us. It may exist in Africa now, but did it before we were taken and brought to this world or brought to this country. It's not our native thinking. It's a rule book given to us by white people. It's an image of white Jesus that is seen as perfection, is seen as something to strive for, yet he doesn't look like you. I think that's an issue that has been talked about by so many activists because at the at the end of the day like Christianity is a root of, is the root of a lot of hate that comes out of the black community for itself. I think it's tearing us apart. I think that a lot of the things that we believe that come from the Bible are the reasons that we are not free. We are trapping ourselves by living under a belief system system that was meant to control us and not to help better us. And that's that's a big issue in itself. It's like, I don't know. I think that's just something that it, it's a tough thing to deal with. I think it has it comes with a lot of unlearning, which I've learned is a big part of adulthood is literally just unlearning so much stuff that you've learned as a kid that you've been told as a kid and you've taken as fact. Um, and I'm not telling people to throw their religion away. I, I believe people need to have something to hold on to. I think that is the reason why a lot of people are still here, despite all of the the hopelessness in the world is is faith faith in self faith in something bigger than yourself even if that is your higher self which a lot of us need to tap into because it's like it's like if you don't if you don't see the future for yourself if you don't see yourself in the future what are you fighting for but that is that that's like a big issue for me like i personally i personally am super spiritual I believe that everything I do has to be with purpose because if not, I'm going to miss where it's going to end up because no matter what you do, it's going to, it's going to change something like that's the law of cause and effect. You really have to understand that, that your actions have consequences. That's why, that's why moving with purpose is so important. And a lot of people do not do that. They don't think about the actions that they they do and how it affects other people i think that's that's like i mean like the world has so many problems like so many but i think a lot of it starts with ourselves and like this this self-hate that i think a lot of us a lot of black people we naturally have growing up because the world teaches us to hate ourselves because the world a lot of the times hate us so it's like it's easy to just go along with what's said because who's on your side, you know? Um, so misogyny. This is one that affects literally every aspect of the black community. Because at the front, as well as at the bottom, are black women. And they're treated like that because of misogyny. And primarily, a lot of black men are not 
protecting black women. They're actually the ones who are doing the harm. Men, black men are, are the forefront of our community. Um, meanwhile, a lot of the times that is not the case. That is not what's happening physically at protest where it counts. Like where it counts, women are stepping up. And it's like, I don't know. You get so we get so caught up inside of toxic masculinity and what it means to be a man and all this stuff like that. But but if it but if it means to you to take care of a family to be a man, consider black people your family. You know what I'm saying? Like we are all your family. Like and that's where like homophobia comes in. Like people are so caught up in in what it's like, what it is to be a man, and you have to be so macho, and you have you can't have feelings, and you can't process your feelings. A lot of the this this toxic thought is a reason is the reason that toxic things are happening. Like for example, abuse of women in our community, murder of women in our community. You know what I'm saying? Even just even just the conversations that I hear around black women are gross. And a lot of it is coming from black men. It's this big separation. If we're as a gender as 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 your people who believe in the binary scale, men and women in the black community, if you both are against each other, that already is a huge split. And that is if if we're not all together on that level, at least there, if we're not respecting and seeing each other as who we are as humans, then then we're broken. We're not we're not going to be able to build anything up if our foundation is broken. And then you it comes down to transphobia where you completely other someone who is still in your community completely make them feel like their existence is a hassle or a problem and you could probably tell that I get a lot more I get a lot more serious and a lot more passionate when I talk about this because people in our own community are taking the lives of people in our community because of their prejudices because of transphobia and homophobia and toxic masculinity and misogyny and all these things that are making people in our community kill our own co- people in our own community like it doesn't make sense you're ch- you're chop you're chopping your community down meanwhile also complaining about them killing us you're killing us too you are killing us too so yeah i think that's just a a really sickening issue in the community even though the numbers may not be as big as people probably may hope they're still too large trans deaths are too much of a threat because a lot of it is internalized it's within our own community so it's just like it's just something that needs to be addressed because we have already we already have like people coming from every other angle not caring about black life and I think when it comes from our own community it's just like a deterioration like slow imploding and people think that kind of stuff is okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk from my experience now because a lot of this on a broader 
level I mean I don't know I'm just gonna zoom it in for you guys so if you guys know me uh since literally the last time you've heard this podcast if you know who I was as an individual um I presented different um I feel like I wasn't presenting in my true self and and as I'm growing up, I'm learning who I am and, and where I want to be in life and where I see myself and how I see people treating me. And it's a lot different from how I have been treated and and how I, yeah, how I used to pretty much let people treat me. And like, it's, it's just come to a point where I just got to put my foot down because people will never stop making excuses for why it's okay to mistreat you. And I've learned that I recently came out and let people know like my pronouns and what I want to be called. My pronouns are he and they, like I mentioned at the beginning of this and people, and I've, I've seen a lot of videos that talk about pronouns and stuff like that. And about how like you need to let your family, you know, adjust and stuff like that. But A lot of trans people are not in a place to be giving emotional grace to people who can simply just learn to add a few words to their vocabulary. And it's not even something that they've never heard before. It's just something they've never heard on you. So they it's hard for them to adjust. But their adjustment period should not make you uncomfortable because I'm already uncomfortable a lot of the times with my identity and how I present or how I exist in the world. And when I tell someone this makes me comfortable, I don't want to hear, okay, well, I might mess up, but give me grace. Now, as someone who's cisgendered, they would not understand what it's like to be invalidated to a point of feeling like your whole existence is being invalidated. And if they did know how they felt that felt, then they would understand that grace is not given that easily when it comes to things that are emotionally draining. That is emotional labor. Having grace and patience with patience with people and and correcting them and teaching them and educating them when it has to do about your existence is emotional labor. If they're going to honestly, I feel like if people are going to misgender me, they deserve to pay me for giving them grace because my mind decides when I give grace and when it doesn't. I have to take that control from my brain And put it in my hands and give you grace just because you are going to mess up. It's really fucking annoying having to, you know, constantly explain yourself to people and then still be dismissed. It's something that I have not dealt with so intensely in my whole entire life. And it's so new to me. Like I've even I may have felt dismissed and in in ways that don't hurt as much as it does now because now I'm truly figuring out who I am and and it's taking it's taking the time that it's gonna take I'm not rushing it 
I'm in no rush to figure out who I am because I hope I never figure out exactly who I am. I don't ever want to be completely figured out. I don't want to be completely understood, but I want to be respected. And a lot of people don't understand the difference between having an opinion and respecting someone's existence. Because I have been in so many conversations with people where they're explaining how they're going to misidentify me and they want me to make them feel like they shouldn't feel bad about it because they messed up. What I would rather hear is, hey, this is new to me, but I'm going to make an effort to use your pronouns. And I'm not going to make excuses when I say it. I'm just going to correct myself. And that's it. I don't want to hear nothing about if I don't correct myself, I want you to correct me. That is not my place. That is literally emotional labor. You don't know what goes through my mind when I hear people calling me the wrong pronoun. You don't understand. You don't understand what other trans people go through when they hear the wrong pronoun. You do not get it. So I don't understand where you need grace. You're fine. You are in the body that you are happy with. And that may not be your definition of happy. But being able to just exist without questioning and gaslighting your own self and existence and, and questioning how you come together as a human, that's happiness to me. So I think that you should take the privilege of being able to be in the right body and not disrespect trans people. I'm sick of it. Like I am. It's not something, and it's like so minimal. People ask for so much, but I'm asking for the tiniest thing as to refer to me as who I am. Just because you knew me as who I thought I was doesn't make you the judge or the person that decides what I, what I am or who I, what I'm called. I see a lot of I see a lot of activism for trans people and then the government does things like creates laws that completely spit in our face. There's just so much going against people like me and I just can't sit around and just just take it, you know? Like I'm not finna just sit around and and let people in my community be abused and and driven insane because people don't understand humanism and just treating others like humans. And people may like think that things are bigger than pronouns and but these little things matter. You don't respect someone's individuality and humanity then other people think that's okay to do too. 
You have to be the inspiration. You have to be the person. You have to be the light. You don't have to. I've learned that. And that's what I'm learning as well as just living in my body is I don't have to show people the light. I just have to be the light. So even if you don't understand me, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for you to. I'm here as an example of everybody else that looks and lives like me. And when I say looks, I don't mean outer appearance. I just mean just being authentic, authentically yourself. So I want to do like an hour long podcast, (laughs) but um, I do longer ones on my other podcast with my my brother, um, Dion. And yeah, we have a podcast called The Den. So go check that out. Um, It's on most platforms, but most definitely Anchor. This can be found on all platforms that have podcast format, I believe. Um, So be sure to share it because some people might have to learn from another perspective to learn to see other perspectives. But yeah, Um, I just think that people in our community need to really take a look in and realize that everyone's not the same. But we all are in this together. Because no matter what, we are all black. And that's that's what it comes down to. I realized that a lot of... I watched this video about an, a non-bi- non-binary person. I believe they were on like on a TED Talk. And they were talking about how when they walk into a room... They are black first. And a lot of people need to understand and start to put their blackness first because everybody else puts their blackness first. But it seems like they're in denial. Accept your blackness first. Accept your, your black counterparts first before you consider every other aspect of their identity. See them as one of you. And that's not even a race thing. Like, I think that's just something our community needs to do. Like, I learned that from my from my best friend, from Dion. They literally were just saying, like, they, they see everyone as if it were them. And I think we all need to literally do that. Step outside yourself. Step outside your ego. Step outside these things that you think mean so much to you. When most people are just asking to be respected, you're asking to to be to have your opinion respected and respect that you don't go for certain things because you believe in this, this and this. That's not how things work. We live in a world where we have no choice but to live around each other. Being human, a part of that is interacting with other humans. So people are going to look different from you. They're going to sound different from you. They're going to exist in a different way. But learn something from them. Because they're here just like you. We only are able to live through these existences for a limited amount of time. Appreciate every aspect of it. And if you don't want to have certain people in your life, simply don't involve yourself with them. But to project hate because of your own issues is just damaging to your own community as well as the world. 
I don't really have much else to say. Um, I feel like I consolidate my points very well. And I do it in a way that is from a point of activism. So I am only going to keep this at 30 minutes because I feel like some people cannot bear much longer conversations about these things. But believe me, I will continue to have conversations. And even if they come in 30 minute formats or 15 or five minute formats, I want to make it digestible so people can hear it, process it, and then make the change and be the change. Because that's what it's about. It's about looking within yourself before judging the world. If you're judging the world, turn that judgment inward and learn something about yourself. And that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have today. Um, I hope you guys learned something. I hope you took something away from this. I hope you feel seen. Whether that's in a negative way where you need to check yourself or whether that's whether that's in a way where you feel seen that you think the same thing or maybe you just learned about a new perspective either way wherever you're listening to this follow growing up with yaz follow me on instagram at y x s s e r a that's y x s s e r a i'm yaz and I'm tuning out.